ahead on set. Rolling. Hey y'all, welcome back another day to Let's Talk About It. Here's my little sister just like screaming. She's about to laugh out loud. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. I'm Camilla. <laughs> so we're once again here with Let's Talk About It and we're going to be just like chatting a little bit about different historical happenings. This one is once again in London in the United Kingdom. Do you remember last week what we, I mean two weeks ago what we talked about? Do you? Uh, yeah, the... Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. I forget his name. He was very... It was a really good story, and it literally left me trying to guess who he was. Nice. So, okay, this happened before Jack the Ripper happened, and actually, you remember Jack the Ripper had, like, some letters sent to the mail, bolted to the newspaper outlets, but, like, oh, I'm Jack the Ripper, blah, blah, blah. Well, there was one specific story that was signed Spring Hill Jack, which is the protagonist of today's story. So, before Jack the Ripper terrorized London, a vicious creature known as Spring Hill Jack was tormenting the London citizens with his claws and tight-fitted clothes. Spring Hill Jack was an unidentified assailant that began tormenting London in 1837, so about 50 years before Jack the Ripper came about. Mm -hmm. And we also don't know who Spring Hill Jack was. I love that. <laughs> In the very first recorded sighting, a servant named Mary Stevens reported walking to Lavender Hill when a figure leaped out at her, grabbing her and scratching at her with, her, with his claws. Her screaming drew attention as of a passerby who searched for the assailant, but were never able to locate him. Following the first account, Several other young women reported similar sightings throughout suburban London. According to early reports, the attacker was described as shape-shifting figure, ghostly in appearance, and with gloves in the shape of claws. That sounds like... Wolverine? Like witches stuff. Oh, most definitely. It, it doesn't like... I mean, you can... Because have... shape-shifting, shape that's like a whole different thing unless they actually have like this whole group instead of just one person. Yeah, and I mean, if you do talk about like witches and whatnot, witches are like known for shape-shifting into owls and things of that sort. But um, I think we're, we're not talking about witches in this specific scenario, but I see where you're going to. So rumors of this strange figure swirled around of, uh, around London for about a year with the press giving him the name Spring Hill Jack. This was pretty much because uh, later on uh, people said that he is able to like jump really, really high. At the beginning, people said that he was able to jump a couple feet and then they said that he was able to jump over fences. And even then afterwards, people started saying that he was able to jump over entire houses. Uh, that's not physically possible. So they started calling him Spring Hill Jack because everyone could agree that he would jump really, really high. The story was not thought to be anything more than exaggerated gossip and ghost stories. That until an encounter in the following year. In February of 1838, a young woman named Jane Alsop claimed that a gentleman wearing a cloak rang... Sorry. A gentleman wearing a cloak rang her do doorbell late, late at night. He then took off his cloak to reveal tight-fitting clothes, once again, that resembled white oil skin. Then, he breathed blue and white flames into her face and began to cut her clothes with his claws. So, like a dragon. It's like, oh, 
he's that sounds unreal though i know but that's what they're saying that it's pretty much like gossip and just weird ghost stories which is really particular white and blue fire i don't know i don't know how to feel about that luckily Alsop's sister was able to scare the attacker, making him flee from the scene. Savior. A man named Thomas Milbank was arrested and tried for the attack of Jane Alsop. However, due to her insistence that he that the attacker could breathe fire, he was not convicted. I do remember reading about uh, this specific uh, note of uh, Jane Alsop and... Uh, and the detectives pretty much were asking this one guy to breathe fire. Since he was not able to breathe fire, he was uh, turned down as a suspect for the case. Because she was really convincing in the fact that the attacker was able to breathe fire. And what do you mean by breathe fire? Like, like a dragon. So like just when you breathe, it's fire? Well, yeah, you're able to like, just, just like a dragon, you know? Not necessarily breathe fire. Just like... You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah, like a dragon. Just a few days later, a similar account was reported by an 18-year-old woman named Lucy Scales. She was out walking with her sister in Limehouse when a figure leaped at her from an alley and blew flames into her face once again, leaving her in a state of hysterics. The attacker left the scene and was never found, though several men were brought in for questioning. Following the accounts of Jane Alsop and Lucy Scales, Spring Hill Jack sightings were reported all around England, even reaching parts of Scotland. His victims were most commonly described as young women, and they all described similar accounts of mysterious men, thin, in tight-fitting clothes, with red eyes and claws for his hands. Um, I feel like maybe if it, it actually is real, like mm-hmm. just a person... With, like, different type of costumes and, like, stage things so he doesn't get discovered and just, like, with really good skills. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I, for me, I would never thought it could be physically possible to jump over a house. Definitely. But if you get a lot of training, I mean, I you <laughs> never know. It was really long ago. Mm. As the rumors spread, the story of Spring Hill Jack began to take on a life of its own. Many plays, novels, and Penny Dreadfuls, which are, by the way, just like cheap comic books and comic stories, and featuring Springhill Jack, were written throughout the second half of the 19th century, cementing his status as a figure of urban legend. As time went on, reports of Springhill Jack signings were, grew even more bizarre, perhaps fueled by popular fictitious account. Even more superhuman traits were attributed to him including the ability to leap through the air and even over buildings. That's what I was uh, telling you about. Like, he was able to just jump over houses. However, as the stories became more outlandish, the threat of the attacker became less frightening. By the turn of the century, he was thought of less as a real entity and more as a figure of folklore. The final Spring Hill Jack signing was reported in Liverpool in 1904. It remains unclear if Springhill Jack was a real man who terrorized the streets of London, a case of mice hysteria, an urban legend, or simply a ghost story that got out of control. Whatever is based on reality, whether it's based on reality, the legend of the Victorian demon of London still lives in pop culture today. So what many people believe it to be is actually so 
obviously you know um, serial killers, right? Yeah. They kill a bunch of people. So for they, fun or for a reason? Well, for whatever it is, they kill a bunch of people. What they think Spiegel Jack to be is what we call a serial joker. So they believe that this is either one person that really likes to joke with people and scare them and just goes around making people scared with their jokes and whatnot. Or and there is also theories of Spring Hill Jack being a, a group of students, a college college students, that were pretty much challenging each other to make people scared with their jokes. So like a fraternity where just, they just go around scaring people in a group. Uh, so it will be different customs. Therefore, the shape-shifting. You see them one moment, and the next thing you see is a different person with a different costume, so you think they're shape-shifting. Um, well, they are described the same. Don't they have, like... Well, like, they have the same body t- types? Well, or? yeah, thin and tight-fitted clothing. And so, I tall. guess they just, like, had... To, if the second one was true, they just had to find a bunch of students with, like, the same things. But my question is, if it was true... uh. How, like why would somebody do that is it because like maybe like their mental health wasn't very good and they just like like joking around with people well not necessarily i mean some people just have fun by making people get scared and oh. uh, there's actually the one they never killed anybody on purpose like they were not trying to kill people the only one account of someone dying is this one woman that um fell of a cliff, I believe, uh, because of like the jump scare that happened with Spring Hill Jack, she just fell and died. Uh, so it was like kind of an accident, uh, but that's the only like actually bad thing that happened. That's why um, it's so hard to like compare Spring Hill Jack and Jack the Ripper, and that's why also why Jack the Ripper gained more. Um, like people knew more about Jack the Ripper than Spring Hill Jack, even though Spring Hill Jack came before. It's because Jack the Ripper was an actual um, serial killer. As for Jack, Spring Hill Jack, he was just making jokes and never actually tried to harm anybody physically. So there, or his uh, job, like whole point was just to like scare people and mess around with them and just like maybe for fun or for other reasons. Yeah, that's um, what it seems like. So. It's interesting that they comment on Spring Hill Jack having a humane figure. Like, they look probably like a human. Uh, but if it wasn't because of that, I would think of Spring Hill Jack almost like a chupacabra. Have you heard of that? <laughs> of course, yeah. So, many people depict chupacabra as a normal animal. Just, like, really big and fluff and, and whatnot. But some other people describe a chupacabra almost as a beast with claws and just, like, humpback and... Just like really, really scary um, creature, animal. Uh, so, I mean, this kind of sounds like a chupacabra if it wasn't because of the... He, like, he probably had a face, you know? Yeah. Uh, which the chupacabra, I don't think, will go around with <laughs> a tight-fitted attire uh, and a mask. will be quite yeah. fun. It will be like the luchador chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And do you have anything else to add to this story? Um, Any questions? Well, I think he could possibly just... I mean, it was really long ago, and oh, I yeah. feel like we would never know. That was almost we, 200 years ago. Yeah, we would never know unless we actually experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, 
it could just be like a legend or like something like that um that's pretty much what it became at this point it's really hard to know if the people were making were saying that they saw spring hill jack because they actually did see spring hill jack or because um they were just like trying to jump onto the boss of like spring hill jack is a thing because there is accounts he started having accounts in london but the stories of people seeing spring hill jack actually spread all throughout the united kingdom through like liverpool some in scotland as i mentioned so i would imagine it to be really hard if it's a real person i will see it as something really hard for someone to do to actually move around an entire country and doing the same over and over and over without anybody actually like trapping him and seeing who he actually is yeah and also it could be that like maybe like people are just trying to make a huge joke mm-hmm. like a certain uh specific people like they like from many countries and then just like be like they saw this person and they all like a quarter to each other to like describe it the same or something like that do you know, know what this reminds me of a little bit so you remember so obviously it was 200 years ago yes. so the internet wasn't around whatsoever and it was really hard for people to tell stories of what they were seeing. Do you remember in 2016, uh, the thing about clowns? Of course I do. Yeah, I was I was very young, but I think I found out about that like later on. Um, wasn't it like um, there was always like a lot of clowns like going to your houses and mm-hmm. people saw clowns and there was clowns like over the internet. Everybody was scared. Everybody shut their doors at night and everything. Yeah, so the thing with the clowns was pretty much people were seeing on their cameras and their front steps just clowns looking at their houses or like making a mess in front of their houses in their front porch and whatnot and also just clowns roaming around the streets really at late at night while they were driving and just seeing clowns walking around sometimes holding guns sometimes holding weapons sometimes not holding anything just wearing clown makeup and whatnot but now imagine these happening 200 years ago when no one could like communicate to everybody that they just saw a clown here and then someone else say, sees it at, on the other side of the United States because this was mostly in the United States. Uh, so just imagine people starting to come up everywhere saying, I saw a clown in the middle of the night in front of my house. Everyone is going to think that it's the same one clown because they cannot really describe how different the clown is and, or what time they saw it and, at the moment to every for everyone to know. So... I think it's probably something like that, that um, it just became kind of popular to wear this kind of stuff and jump around the city. I don't know. It just seems pretty similar. And if the clown thing were to happen 200 years ago, it probably would have gone down the same way as Spring Hill Jack went down. Yeah, you have a really good point. And back then, they didn't have any type of communication. So if they saw... Uh, Spring Jack? Spring Hill Jack. Spring Hill Jack, I'm sorry. Uh, they wouldn't e- be able to, like, take a picture or, like, mm-hmm. uh, call a witness or something. So nobody would actually be- believe them. Yeah, I mean, right now we have camera everywhere, pho- photography of these clowns and whatnot. And so you're able to see that they are real people and they're just, like, trying to mess with you. Because most of these clowns, they're not really trying to harm anybody. They are, like, serial jokers as well. But, I mean, they do, like, create people's uh, minds to go crazy and be really scared, which is probably what Spring Hill Jack was doing. Joking, uh, quote-unquote joking, 
but also making people really afraid of like going out because they will see Spring Hill Jack. Um, did he Spring Hill Jack? Did he actually like hurt people though? Like, no, he never. He, he pretty much never um, did anything to anybody. I mean, on the first on one of the accounts that I read to you, he was like trying to like grab onto this one person but then he left like he never actually killed anybody he never raped anybody he didn't do uh, any of that stuff that a normal serial killer would do therefore he was never accused of like abuse per se yeah um and again the clowns that's pretty much what they were doing for the most part most of them were just there making people scared but not necessarily hurting people still if i see one of those clowns (laughs) my goodness I'm definitely running away. I've had a fear of clowns since I was mm-hmm. little. I used like cause there was um in or yeah actually I remember uh, the, around 2016 I, there was a bunch of videos on the internet. <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. specifically one, specifically uh, specifically <laughs> one um of a clown taking off the tongue of a child in oh the park. Goodness. And after that, I hated clowns. <laughs> For anybody listening, just please don't be afraid of clowns when you go to a circus. They're good people. They're just trying to do their job. But I do know people. <laughs> like, I had this one friend um, back in high school in ninth grade. <laughs> we brought a, a clown mask to class when we knew that she was terrified of clowns. For the entire day, she would not speak to us. And she would be really, really mad because just the sight of a clown will make her so terrified it was just incredible and that was again that was 2016 so yeah it makes sense that she was so scared of clowns even though it was back in colombia um but yeah i mean that was it for me do you have anything else that you want to add uh no just uh i'm really happy to be with another another story with you (laughs) awesome and i'll have you again in a couple uh, one or two weeks here over with us and we'll go over a different story thank you so much for being here Yeah, thank you. And cut.